0: Hey guys, welcome, and thanks for listening to That Loudmouth Lady, the political podcast where I speak my mind about whatever might be going on in the government right now. Hello, hello, welcome back my listeners. I'm so excited to be back today. Um, I know it has been quite a few months since I've put out a podcast, um, and I'm hoping to get more consistent going forward. Um, I had some family stuff going on that I had to take care of and that took a lot of my time for a little while and a lot of my focus. And then I just got sidetracked with some other things and I haven't been able to really record, but I want to get back into it. I want to get more consistent. And so I wanted to take this episode to just kind of catch you up on a few of the things that I've done in the last month and a couple things that are happening in the next couple of weeks. Um, I've been really active activist-wise, and so I'm kind of excited to tell you especially about one of the things that I did. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. I know that uh, most of you, if you've been paying attention, you know about all of the um, abortion stuff that's been going on in the country lately, all of the laws that are being enacted and reversed and changed to try to make it illegal for women to have the right to take care of their bodies and to do what they need to do for their lives. Um, so I organized my first rally here in Temecula, California, Um, I'm actually pretty proud and impressed. We had over 40 people there. Um, Most of the response from people driving by was positive. Um, It was really, really good to see that so many people believe that at at the end of the day, the core thing is that for each woman, they have the right to figure that out for themselves. It's not for anyone to tell a woman what she can or can't do with her body or what she should or shouldn't be doing with her body. And... You know, it was in an area where we are actually predominantly very conservative. It was nice to see the positive response that we had. Um, We did have one woman stop by and start trying to have a debate with one young girl. Um, And, you know, in the end, we just calmly had a conversation with her. She thinks it's very sad that, you know, people are, as they say, killing babies or you know, whatever, and we just said that that's okay. She's allowed to believe that way, but she's not allowed to tell us how we should feel, and that's the end of, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's it. Um, a few of my good friends showed up, and what, a couple of them actually helped me in getting the whole thing organized and set up, and walked me through kind of how to organize one because it was my first time ever doing it. Um, And so I have to shout out to all my good friends who came, supported, did anything in any way to help make it the success that it was. Um, I'm so grateful to them and to know them, to have them in my lives. And um, actually one of them is the is a member of Temecula Valley Democrats, and as well as our chapter of um, Temecula Rise and Resist and Moms Demand Action, and I'm hoping to have her on the show one time, sometime soon, to talk about gun control and gun rights, as well as possibly another one of the women from those same groups. But, so that was my first ever true organizing of an event like that. And, you know, I'm just really proud of myself for how it went and that I even did it because that to me, any of this is beyond my typical comfort zone. I am very introverted until I know somebody very well. And I usually don't go out on a limb and do things like make a podcast where I actually have to sit and talk to people Or just talk to myself for an hour. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Um, Anyway, so that's one thing that I did. That was about a month ago now. Um, And then another thing we did was that I actually went out with the Temecula Valley Moms Demand Action Group. And we held two different things. Um, On a Friday night, we did a... um, what they call a light brigade, we stood out on a freeway overpass with lit up signs that spelled out End Gun Violence. And we stood there for about an hour, maybe a little more than an hour, and just held the signs up. We got, you could actually hear some of the cars honking. It was pretty impressive. Um, And it was a, you know, it was a good night to just get out there and get our message spread. And then the next day we attended... a a rally for gun violence um we wore it was during wear orange weekend so we all had our orange to wear against and to bring awareness to gun violence we all marched from the Temecula Valley Duck Pond which is where a lot of our rallies typically happen and we walked down into Old Town um we had people speak who have been affected by gun violence who just are you know Passionate about gun control and and you know not allowing this to affect our children anymore. There were all sorts of speakers, and it was just a really good positive day. Um, again, to see our community come together on some very important um, things. Pardon me, that was my dog sneezing. She, I guess, wanted to be in this podcast this this time. Uh, She got a little sneezes. Anyway, so that, like I said, that was during Wear Orange weekend. So that was a really great, another really great rally and um, opportunity for me to get out there with my fellow Democrats and my fellow progressives and express my feelings on these certain issues, um, both have a very strong place in my heart for very different reasons. Um, I mean, women's rights, obviously I'm a woman. So to me, that one is a no brainer. Um, besides other reasons, I have a multitude of reasons why that one is important to me. And Um, The gun violence one, I have unfortunately been affected by gun violence. I lost someone that I loved dearly to gun violence for an absolutely senseless reason. And I've never been a fan of guns. That certainly didn't change when I experienced what I did. Um, But it certainly solidified my resolve... That we just need to be more careful and we need to be more proactive about how we treat these things. The fact that they're looked at as toys instead of weapons that could do serious damage to someone is a big problem. The fact that we have so many loopholes for people to get guns that shouldn't be around is a huge problem. There are a lot of things. Even in the state of California, there are things that need to be changed in order to ensure that things like this don't happen again. So, you know, every day I'm hearing about another person who was affected by gun violence. Another shooting somewhere. Uh, We recently had a shooting at a Costco Maybe a half an hour, 45 minutes from where I live. Um, A young man. We still don't know all of the exact details. They have not released any videos or anything like that. We have so far mainly heard from the shooter's lawyer. Because the shooter was a cop. He was off duty. He was inside a Costco shopping. Apparently he was holding his minor child in his arms. When another gentleman who we have come to find out was mentally handicapped in some way. They say autistic. There's been a few different things expressed as to what's wrong with him. So I can't speak 100% on that. But he wasn't... There was some sort of um, disorder or something going on with him. And he... Somehow approached the officer. There's The officer says he was attacked. There's no clarification on that yet. Um, no, since no one's seen the video, we can't say for certain how it all went down. In the end, the officer shot that young man and both of his parents. And when I say young man, he was in his early 20s. I believe 23 or something like that. So, Or possibly early 30s. He wasn't like a teenager or younger but he wasn't his parents were in their 60s i believe and they were also shot um he the young the young man was shot and killed and his parents were both critically wounded but both lived um i believe the mother is still not doing very well in the hospital so you know my my thoughts the fa- to go out to the family completely. I can't imagine what they're grappling with right now and what they're trying to, you know, understand about this whole situation and what happened to their family member. Um, the officer who, he claims he was knocked unconscious and that when he woke up, he grabbed his gun and he shot. And there, there's claims that six to seven shots went off Um, You know, there's a lot of questions of why he didn't try and stop it a different way. Why did he immediately grab his gun? Why did he even have his gun in a Costco? Like, this is California. This isn't the Wild West. There's a lot of questions about this. But he wasn't arrested. He has a lawyer. It's currently out of the Corona Police Department's hands and has moved on to the Riverside DA to decide if they are actually going to be Um, going forward with a case or not I know that popular opinion seems to be online that they at least attempt to go forward with a case against this man because a lot of people are just uncomfortable with the way that whole situation went down and I am personally one of them I I understand that it is a very tough job to be a police officer and I understand that there's a lot of fear involved with being a police officer right now When we hear about officers that are being shot, you know, day to day just while doing their job or not even while doing their job, just walking down the street or getting lunch or whatever. You know, I've heard a few stories and I do understand that. But I also feel like that shouldn't have been the immediate first response for whatever happened. Um, Clearly, this gentleman was not... Able to, they say he. They say that the young man who was killed was nonverbal, so clearly he wasn't able to communicate in any sort of way, anything to cause any sort of argument. Perhaps had, and from what I'm guessing, and this is total speculation here, that the parents were trying to calm the child down or calm their son down. I shouldn't say the child; they were trying to calm their son down, and possibly even explain to the officer exactly what had happened and what was going on with their son when they were all shot. And I think had, you know, a few more minutes, moments just been taken, no one's life had to be taken that day. I think that things could have gone in an absolutely different direction had they just stopped and taken a few moments and perhaps not handled things in an immediately... I'm going to shoot way, I don't know, I understand there's people that are absolutely in defense of it, that he had his child in his arms, and this and that, but again, there's questions, if he was knocked unconscious, then he no longer had his daughter in his arms, or did he still have his daughter in his arms when he grabbed his gun, and if he had his daughter in his arms when he grabbed his gun, that's pretty dangerous for shooting, and you know, there's just, there's so many questions, and I would really like to see the video Um, going forward, but, you know, this to many in our community, this is just another sign of why we need more, you know, more caution when it comes to guns and more, you know, insight into gun control and people and, you know, just that kind of thing in general. So, okay, so now that those are the two things that I've done recently those are you know the biggest things that I've done recently are those two rallies i've I'm really trying to get a little more involved activist wise like doing things. I can talk clearly till the cows come home. I can go off on tangents that probably make you snooze. I don't know, hopefully you're still paying attention after that whole convoluted story I just attempted to tell you um, but I'm trying to do a bit more act stuff. So even this morning I was at another member of the community up here at her house. She was lovely and kind enough to invite a big group of us over to fill out some postcards to both our local government as well as others farther out and just to bring awareness to certain issues like gun control um, and then another one that's about to become a big thing down here. Um, that we're having a couple rallies for Which is the whole immigration situation um, For many of us up here It's Become a little close to home We do in fact have a border patrol station In the city of Marietta It's a very small one It cannot house very many people And from what I understand It has just shy of 100 people living in it right now um, All Most sleeping on floors Most are receiving what you know, the bare minimum of what they need. But it's above capacity of what they're supposed to have housed in that area. So it's very concerning. Um, So there's going to be a few rallies going on up here to bring a bit more attention and awareness to that issue. We're also going to be raising money for, um, I think they're called border kindness. Um, I will double check on that and share that at a later date on all of my accounts um, because those that company or that organization could definitely use, you know, everybody's help in doing what we can to make things better for the immigrants that are stuck in these horrible positions. It's, we, I, the children break my heart, you know, seeing the picture that I'm sure most of you have seen that picture recently of the father and his, I believe, daughter, or his child who were trying to swim across the rio and unfortunately got pulled under and died and that it, you know i i don't know how anyone can look at that picture and just flat out you know uh well that's what the you know that's their fault shouldn't have tried to do this you know whatever have some compassion they're they're gone they're you know the mother watched her husband and her child die you know, I just, mm-mm. it shouldn't be happening here. It shouldn't, none of this should be happening here, not in our country. And, you know, if there's anything that I can do to stop that, um, you know, or at least bring awareness to it and maybe, you know, make one person realize that it's just not what we should be about, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, And then one more thing that I'm <laughs> kind of, I'm excited about. It, not really excited, but you know, it'll be a fun little day. Um, tomorrow morning, we are going to be at Duncan Hunter's um, trial. First, it's for his first day. He's got, I don't know if it's a preliminary hearing, exactly what it is, um, but he will be going into court tomorrow morning. So there will be a rally before his court hearing um, to, you know, just let him know what we think about him, about, you know, this mess he's made of his finances and his campaign funds and um, you know let him know we think he should take ownership of what he's done and he should go ahead and just you know step on down and you know walk away and so I'm really excited I will actually be doing a Facebook live of that tomorrow morning so if you you know feel like it uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time We will be at the courthouse. I will be filming live. We will be filming the rally as well as him walking into the courthouse. I won't be filming in the courthouse because I don't even know if I'm going to be allowed in there or if we're staying for that or anything. Um, But we will be filming him arriving and him walking on in. So if you would like to see that, make sure you tune into my Facebook page um, and check it out. And if you're listening to this after, then... You can go ahead and pop on there and see the recording of how it went down if you'd like. If you haven't already seen it. Um, anyway, so that's what's been going on in my world for the past few. Well, that's just the past few weeks. I'm not really, you know, there's been a lot going on in the past few months. But not so much of it has been in any way involved with politics or me being an activist or anything like that. So, um, that's really what's been big for me the past couple of months. If you have any questions, you want to talk about any of this, whatever. Um, if you have any suggestions on future episodes that you want to hear me talk about, um, you know, drop a comment, shoot on my twitter on my instagram i have an instagram now and on my facebook any of those is good um instagram i've got like two or three photos one is me at the uh women's rally that i hosted one is at the uh, one is from the Light brigade for the end gun violence and then one is regarding tomorrow morning's rally with duncan hunter um Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at loudmouthlady. Uh give me a like on Facebook at that loudmouthlady um, and then also on Twitter at LoudmouthLady. And, you know, like I said, let me know what you think. Let me know if there's anything you want to hear. Let me know of any topics that you have, whatever. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to chat with you. Um, I'd love to chat with someone other than myself. Um, Thank you for coming back. I think this is the first time I recorded an entire episode without editing through the middle. So now you know how ridiculous I sound <laughs> when I don't stop and re-record or stop and edit something out or whatever and just talk myself straight through. Um, I don't know if you thought that it wasn't so ridiculous and you like when I actually just go and ramble along because I didn't really even have anything written up for this. I just kind of rambled my way through it. Um, let me know what you think. Uh, let me know what you think about Duncan Hunter's antics, if you know all about that, and all the other topics that we that I touched on today. Um, I would really, really love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and I hope you guys have a great couple weeks. I will be back in two weeks. Uh, uh, Daisy agrees, I think, that we will be back in two weeks with another episode, and... I look forward to chatting with you then. Have a great time. Take care, guys. Bye.